no chance. What's up, everybody? Episode 35 of the No Chance Podcast. You know who this is, uh, Ryan. And Nate. Welcome to another episode. I'm super excited about this one because, I mean, we just hit fucking 10,000. So, I mean, actually... Yeah, over like 10,000. You know what I'm going to start doing? I'm going to start... I'm going to stop saying how much... How many listens we've got. I'm going to start looking at... Stop looking at stats. I'm going to stop caring about too much of that. You know, we're on to bigger and better things. And I think... That's one thing that we don't have to worry about anymore. Yeah, I mean, we reached our little short-term goal. Yeah. Um, so let's just see. Super what short-term. Ha- yeah. so Super see short-term. It's only been six months counting. Next week's episode will be exactly six months. Shout out to everybody that's been listening since day one. That shit's... Actually, it's kind of over six months. Really? Well, we started in... <coughs> oh, excuse me. Uh, we started in August. I think the first episode we put out was like August seventeenth. Oh yeah. Pro- okay. Oh, that's like a in little terms over. in terms of like how many how long we've been at this. I'd say way past six months. Yeah. In terms of like the world of episodes, you know, six months is about th- was that thirty six weeks? E- thirty six, right? Yeah. Sure, 70, sure. 70, yeah. 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 No, sure. there's fifty two no. fifty two weeks in a in a year, right? Yeah. Ah, oh, shit. All right. Well, then Whatever. we're, 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 we're way not past six months yeah. of, of episodes. Yeah, we're, we're on 36. Anyways. All right, cool. Um, <laughs> oh, you want to you know something really, fu- really funny? What? So I was watching this old, um, this old episode, not episode, this old interview with Virgil, right? It was like an off-white um, Nike uh, interview. Remember when they did that whole thing in New York? They had the whole seminar thing. Like the little panel yeah, discussion the panel, panel, the whatever, panel thing. Yeah. Um, when I was watching it, he was talking about how... Um, he gets sort of his like creative inspirations, right? And like the uses of like font and color and how that plays into like his brands, like Off-White, all that shit. He says, and, and I'll take the snippet and I'll, I'll, I'll show it to you. He says that the font that he used for Pyrex and RSVP when he opened it was this font called, called College Font. The same font that if you go back to the ads that we made back like in the first three, two, three months. Yeah. The same exact font. Oh, really? All from uh, the site defont.com. We use the exact same font. I, I didn't know. Without even knowing that, Without even way. knowing. Great minds just think alike. That yeah. just happens. Who knows? Um, but one of the things that we want to cover in today's episode, um, you actually showed this to me. Yeah. Of yeah. A very prominent figure in our podcast someone that we constantly mention i feel like we've name dropped her at least a thousand times and yeah in, in, in quite a few episodes she's just um, like always she's always got some shit popping yeah um, i mean she's always she's like like you said she's a very prominent figure in both like high fashion and streetwear yeah. um she's actually a fashion photographer a street fo- a street style photographer yep. um we never actually covered who she whatever. was or what she did we would yeah. just always mention just her name. name dropper yeah so who were we talking about christina pack yeah she's however a, you say her last name yeah if, if 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 she was a guest on our show she'd be the most recurring guest that we've had yeah she's just super popular um yeah. but so anyway yeah what'd she say what'd she say so um basically uh, what I sent to Ryan was this Instagram post that she had thrown up the other day. Basically, she was saying she was kind of commenting on the state of just streetwear and fashion in yeah. general, saying that uh, women aren't necessarily being catered to yeah, I think um, I as much as posts. men. 
Let me see if I can bring up the post because I, I I remember I it was like the longest. What's that thing you do on Twitter now? It's like the longest. Um, it's not like a, a thread. She basically had a whole entire thread of of emails or not emails of tweets of her. What would you call it? I wouldn't call it a. I wouldn't call it complaining, and I wouldn't call it like a like a like a rant. Rant has like a negative connotation. I think it's more so speaking about what was it the the sort of injustice of women within streetwear and yeah it's kind of what we um touched upon in our episode uh no girls allowed whatever episode number that is that was a good one um yeah i actually really like that one that was a good one um i think that was a really necessary discussion but basically while ryan tries to find the post um in his inbox basically uh yeah go ahead go ahead okay um, so basically what started off the whole conversation was this tweet that says, one of my favorite points from the one-to-one talk, it was a talk that her and Jess Staple did, um, at, in New York. Uh, oh, was recently. that, uh, for, where was that at? It was at, um, he has a shop called, I think it's at one of his shops. He has like, he has Staple, he has Staple Design, he has Extra Butter. I think it, I think that it's at that store. But he hosts talks from, from time to time called One to Ones there. And I think she had one fairly recently. So she said, um, one of my favorite parts from the One to One talk I brought up was, what's up with the division of men and women on platforms? Don't understand why we have to split the work. Why can't we all be viewed as one? And that goes into this whole diatribe of... Why can't women create that? I'm assuming she said what? What is equal as a man? Why do we have to separate women's work? And this was a good point. She said, hype yeah. beast and hype bay. Yeah. I've always noticed that, but we'll get into that conversation. Yeah. And another little piece of commentary that she had was, you know, why does everything have to be split up between, you know, like best female, whatever, yeah. you know, you know, why does it have to be divided? Best female brand, best female photographer, yeah, best exactly. female designer, et cetera. Yeah. Things like that. Her whole point was why can't it just be best photographer? Why does it have to be divided up in, in between the two genders? Um, well, more than two, I guess. Okay. What do you feel about that? Because I have my, mine's going to go on forever, but how do you feel about that? Just I mean, off of her initial sort of, re- not reactions, but her opinions. Well, she, let me, before I answer that question, let me just bring up another point that she yeah. made that kind of segues into my answer. Um, she then continued to talk about streetwear and look at it through that lens in fashion in general. And she said, you know, sometimes female consumers don't always want something that's girly. Um, why can't everything be unisex? Uh, and then my kind of argument, my kind of counter argument, not that I disagree with her, but yeah. I mean, just to kind of play devil's advocate is that that's me like all the time. Yeah. Maybe, <laughs> maybe some girls want girly streetwear or girly of course, fashion, yeah, you know, like it's not do. everybody wants to, you know, like she said, she dresses like a tomboy. So not everybody wants to dress that way. Nope. You know, there's a lot, I mean, there's always two sides to that coin. Exactly. You know right. And being a, a consumer as she is for a lot of these brands and also consulting for a lot of these brands, she has, she, you can have an opinion just like us. We can have an opinion if we're buying your shit, right? At the yeah. end of the day, you're making your shit from, for the most part for us to buy, right? Yeah. So we have an opinion on what you should do, how you should make it. And it usually controls the dyna- um, the dynamic of how clothing is produced in future seasons based off of valued opinions, right? Yeah. With Christina, 
I think it, it's very valid to say something along that along the lines of, you know, why does there have to be a split of a men's collection, a women's collection? Why can't there just be one overall collection that fits everybody? But right, like she's one side of the spectrum when it comes to what people want in this industry. Yeah, exactly. Not <laughs> everyone's alike in terms of what your interests are, what you know, just anything. Yeah. Like no, not one person's gonna be exactly but is it the va- same. As you. It's valid to, for her to say that. Obviously, it it's okay to have that opinion. But at the end of the day, is anything gonna be done about it? I don't think so. I mean. Obviously, these days we're seeing more and more like androgynous clothing, things like that, stuff that's definitely unisex. You have um, the hundreds, Jennifer, that just came yeah, out. exactly, and even just like, um, like fashion houses too. Like they're doing a lot more stuff that seems like it's unisex, mm-hmm. uh, which is totally cool. Um, but I don't think that I don't know. Like I said, everybody's different. Not yeah. everybody wants to look the same and my thing about about the whole sort of i'd say she's having a conversation with herself yeah. in these suites right she feels as if she's in an industry like many other girls that are very prominent figures in this industry it's a guy's world right at the yeah. end of the day if you really to look at it like definition of streetwear is you would see a guy's face right and that sucks obviously because of the time that we're in now and you see a lot of People like Bobby Hundreds, you see people like um, like Benny Gold, they all speak up for you know this equal industry of street. Yeah, work. I mean, I think women are still definitely underrepresented in the streetwear street yeah. world, um, for sure. So I definitely get her point, and it's very valid. Um, but I mean... It just sucks that like, you're not going to see anything transpire from that, right? Yeah, I mean, it's progressively getting better yeah, and better. Yeah, definitely. Um, which I'm really happy about. I'm really like glad that we're seeing a bigger, you know, a bigger push to cater to women in streetwear. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Like I said, the there's two sides to the coin. So she has her valid opinion about this issue because she is such a big figure in this industry. Yeah, and I it's mean, it's a little bit different for. I would say it's, it's a little bit different for us because we're not like we're not that woven into the industry to the point where we see our our what do you call it it's um i would just say our power in that industry right yeah i mean even if she wasn't you know on such a huge platform that she is Mm -hmm. uh as she's on uh, i think her opinion still would be valid of course yeah definitely but she's she experiences it more in that because she's in that industry yeah, because yeah. she's like deeper in that mm-hmm. industry than we are. She, yeah, yeah, yeah I, I get that. I get that take for sure. It does suck uh, at the end of the day, and I can totally see where she's coming from. I mean, but then there's other girls that I guess you don't necessarily hear, you know, what they have to say as often. And they've been in the game, I would say, for a little bit longer or have a bigger role in the game. You think it's just because she's not like a model in that sense that she feels as if she's one of the guys you know because you have like a vashti yeah you have a adrian ho yeah but they're more so faces for these brands rather than like working for these brands you know what i mean you know what i'm trying to say yeah i mean i think her experience is different with her being a photographer not necessarily like a model yeah. but at the end of the day she still does wear that social media influencer hat so in some sense in some in some way she does share that same experience um 
But I don't know. I think whether you're a model, photographer, stylist, whatever, uh, and you're in the streetwear world, like it's it kind of sucks to say, but the cards are kind of stacked against you, you know? Yeah. Um, and I mean, so like I, photographers like I said, yeah. are getting like played all the time. Yeah. Models, too. I mean, that's just part of that, like service industry where they're always there's yeah. always some so, fucked up shit going on. What do you think about her? delivery on this topic or just like the lens that she's kind of looking at it through because i actually sent this article or i sent this post to like a few people and yeah. i asked them like hey what's your take on this and then a few people were like yeah well she sounds kind of pretentious oh like, man like she comes off as kind of you know i deserve this type of thing yeah or, so like what do you what do you think about that what's your take on that well my the thing that's always funny or not funny but it's it's almost like damn when you say stuff like that is like, like, man, that's, that's exactly what's holding women back from speaking in general is like that first reaction of like, damn, you sound ignorant or you sound pretentious. It's like, all right, I'm just never going to say That's very true. Which sucks. That's very true. But like my first impression from it is like, yo, I'm with you. Like I'm totally with the whole, like, let's make unisex clothing and, and all this and all that. Yeah. Using Twitter as a forum for that. It has its pros and cons, right? You, you you don't take people as seriously when it comes out in tweets as if she was to be interviewed by maybe she was interviewed by a prominent person or maybe did like a sometimes magazine articles are always like their coming out point of like whatever yeah. issue that they have, yeah. which is always cool. Well, that's how it was in the past before like magazine articles were like as important. Um but I'm definitely riding with her. I'm riding with 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 Mama Christina. Like she's she's definitely on. I'm on her side for sure. Like, yeah, and I mean, not to say that uh, I don't know. I'm of course like I gave her a little counter argument. But I mean, hey, I'm all for that. Oh like, yeah, she brought that up to me. I'd be like, well, you know, this, this, and this, or you know, you're not the only person. Of course, like we, you know, you I gotta. Would, <laughs> I would, yo, I'll, I'll I'll give her the smoke if yeah. I saw her. You gotta, but I'm totally <laughs> riding with her, hundred percent. You gotta be that. You gotta be that one friend that just. You know, keeps, keeps it real. Yeah, it right? Keeps it real. You yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm not gonna lie to you. But yeah, yeah. I think that's a. I think that's a good point. All right, you want to jump into the next one? Yeah, I, th- I think we've exhausted that one. Shout out to Christina Pack. I'm sure if you were here, you could speak for yourself. But hey, we. This is our opinions on it. I, th- I thought we did pretty good on it. Yeah. I. You know what I always feel like whenever we talk about like women issues or yeah. anything revolving around like a girl's voice. Sometimes I get in the back of my head just like. A girl telling us like just have a girl on the fucking podcast yeah. like stop speaking for women i'm just like i'm sorry <laughs> I know, that's like, why i gotta like tr- whenever we talk about stuff like this i always have to tread lightly. <laughs> but yeah i mean we've always wanted to have a fucking woman guest i mean a, a girl guest on here we tried though like we we reach out all the time you know what i mean if you want to be a guest on this show and your women you have something to say shoot us in the dm we'll respond um right. let's, jump into, let's jump into the next topic self-incriminating <laughs> Let's jump into the next topic. Um, we were talking about like um, we talk about high fashion and street where there's always a constant debate on sort of what's going on. Yeah, We talk about that in like every episode. Yeah, it, yeah. it's just always progressing into something new. Right. Yeah. Um, you have an old school way of thinking, which is high fashion. You have couture and, and sort of where they've established that that style. Right. And then they have the new cats, the streetwear kids, the people who are looking to disrupt, looking to make um use their influences for things that were always like anti-establishment basically anti-fashion yeah and turn it into something that's them um 
we've seen that with Virgil. Everybody by now knows that Virgil is now a part of Louis Vuitton, um, which is a huge piece in seeing streetwear transcend that of its own entity into now an entirely new uh, ballpark. Yeah. Um, so with that, there's a lot of things that are going to change, right? We're going to see a lot of rules and a lot of traditions start to change. Um, and just kind of like the environment of sh- what is streetwear and what is high fashion, yeah. I think, uh, is going to change, is changing, has changed. It, it is currently yeah. changing. Um, there's a lot of rules. Yeah, and you can kind of, you can kind of feel it. Um, that sort of closed off kind of black and white area is still kind of prevalent, yeah. but it's kind of bleeding over into streetwear um, to the point where it's, I don't know, for me, I think sometimes it feels like the streetwear community isn't necessarily like a community anymore. No, definitely not. There's there's buyers and sellers. That's literally what our, our community is now is true. There's, there's people who... We all buy the streetwear at the end of the day, yeah. but there's there's a, a division on who... The sellers are the ones that are just trying to make a profit. They don't really care too much about the name or the piece or the design or any of that stuff. The buyers are the ones like me and you. We're the ones that give a shit. We're the ones that are willing to pay the extra money, the resale prices, Yeah, the willing to study it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think that's the division now before... So yeah, let's, let's talk about that then. Like compared to the past when we first started getting into streetwear, when we were like, I don't know, whatever, early 2000s, yeah. um, what's like, how has the environment changed? How's like the sort of feeling, the vibe of like oh, the streetwear yeah. community changed over, let's say the past... 10, 15 years. You remember when you first... You, did you buy Pokemon cards when you were younger? Yeah. You remember the first time you like bought like your like starter deck and you started buying packs of cards? Yeah. All you cared about was the cards, right? You didn't yeah. know that there was this other world outside of it where you can trade or you didn't know how much your shit was worth. Yeah. That's, I feel like, the initial feeling when Streetwear first started, or at least what I remember it being in the mid 2000s was I'm going to buy this shirt because I like this shirt because it fits well. It goes with what I want to want to wear. Mm-hmm. I don't I'm not thinking in any sort of pretentious way that it's going to get me anything or that it's going to be worth something someday. It's just a T-shirt. It's a T-shirt by this brand that I think is really cool. They have the same ideals, etc. Yeah, it has personal value. Exactly. To it, you know, right. Yeah. But once that fucking book comes out where it says the price of your Pokemon card and how much it's worth and you have all these conventions and where people are trying to sell you shit and steal your cards and you you have to go through all that pressure. It's like, damn, man, like kind of takes the fun out of it. It does. Right. right? And it turns it into a business rather than like it's almost like you like we were saying when um, when we were down in L.A., it's almost like a competition. Yeah. It feels like, you right? know, you feel like you're competing with Especially everybody Especially when else. you're in an area like Los Angeles where things are a lot more magnified, right? Like oh, out yeah. here, yeah. the things that we're into are very far in in between where you will see like maybe one in street, 30 that's, people. That's one thing I like about San Francisco is that streetwear and fashion in general is still very like niche community. Right? Yeah. So it's like it's almost still true to its roots yeah. as opposed to 
I mean, this is all our opinion, but I feel like when I go to LA or like New York, I feel like it sometimes it feels very forced. Like it's oh, very, yeah, um, yeah, I would say so. And it's just like the accessibility as well. Yeah. It's a lot more, there's a lot more, I guess, like streetwear, high end fashion products that's more in, in a more confined space. Like you can go maybe, like, like we said, like the radius of which we were driving to go to stores was like 15 minutes. Yeah. It's like here, obviously, it's just in San Francisco. But then it's there's not much of it throughout San Francisco. Yeah, yeah. So, well, how do you feel about it now? I don't know. I just feel like, like I said earlier, it's very the the landscape feels very competitive as opposed to how it felt um, maybe like ten years ago, five yeah. years ago, even um, like you like the Pokemon thing. Perfect analogy, yeah. you know. Like when you first start out, it's all about finding things that you like mm-hmm. that you enjoy. And then, you know, that kind of, you kind of find people that share that same sort of sentiment, whether that's like friends you have at school or whatever, and you kind of share that with them, but it's never, it never felt like a competition, you know? Yeah. You were, everybody was doing their own thing, but together, if that makes sense. Imagine your friend group before they figured out that Charizard was the best card to have. Yeah. Like everybody just had all the weak ass cards put together and they were like so excited like, oh, I got all this, this whole entire like grass Pokemon deck. And then you're just like, this kid comes in with like brand new Nikes on. It's like, oh, I got a level 100 Charizard and I can kill all you guys. And just like, just took all the fun out of it. You know what I mean? It's just not fun anymore. And I mean like, God, we sound salty, but I mean, that's, that's kind of what what it it is. is. Yeah. That's kind of what it is. Um, I don't know of course with like the advent of the internet and social media and all that like of course everything's gonna be more competitive quote unquote um but I don't know. It just doesn't feel it doesn't feel as authentic anymore as it well. Used that's how to. we described it in that episode when we sort of talked solely about like Japan streetwear, which was everything on this particular street. Everyone, everybody came to to sort of flaunt their stuff, almost like yeah. a like an outdoor runway show, essentially, yeah. right? But now we go to a hashtag streetwear and we're competing with millions and of people. And that's that's your. That's your, that's your meetup. That's your that's, bar. Yeah. That is your bar. Yeah, like that's, if where you're not, you're compi- that's who you're competing if with. If you're not hitting close to what this dude's doing on Instagram, then you might as well not even waste your money in buying exactly. that, that's, that outfit. Yeah, you that's know? such a good point. Um, it sucks. <laughs> it puts so much pressure on me. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to lie. Getting dressed nowadays after like we have all these conversations and we're always like, sharing links to to pieces and we we see what people in fashion industry are doing yeah it is so fucking hard to get dressed nowadays that is partly one of the reasons why i don't put any effort into really yeah because i mean you feel the pressure to perform basically Basically. you're putting on a show for everybody else that's that's i'm no show pony that's that's essentially what it feels like um so yeah i mean when we go to these events when we go to whatever you know it feels I don't feel very much like myself. Do you want to talk about? Oh shit! No, nah, wanna... I mean let's not name specifics. Let's not be super okay. We specific. won't. We won't provide the the place or the let's just, let's name. Just, let's just say in general when we go to yeah. events, when we go to launch whatever, parties, etc. Yeah, I don't know. Sometimes it just depending on the crowd, it feels very it feels very forced. Like I don't feel like I'm being myself when I'm there. Yeah. Um, Maybe it's just me being insecure, but I feel like everybody's like, no, that's so a real judgy, point. That's you know? a, that's a good point. Like, I don't want to feel as if if I'm going to a shop to see, you know, a launch of something or even I'll, just a shop or a shop in, in general, general. I don't want to feel like I'm at a museum. 
You know, with yeah. the security guard always watching my back to make sure I don't get too close to the shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. I don't like that feeling. I want there to be... It doesn't even have to be an experience, but if you're going to bring me into your brand, I want to feel like I'm a part of it rather than just like a like a passerby. When we were in LA and when we just go to any other spots in general, just, just attend these things, it just feels very much like I have to kind of like raise the bar for myself yeah. or I have to like meet some certain certain expectations. You don't feel pressure to buy something, do you? No, I don't feel pressure to buy anything, but it's like when I'm there, I feel pressured to act a certain way, yeah. dress a certain way, you know, speak a certain way. Yeah. And I just, I hate going to these events and I don't know. Like my thing, my thing is with things like that when it comes to like, if I already have this, this sort of mentality going going to a store not even being at the store yet but just like driving to the store whether it's like a supreme or you know we walked into a couple different stores in los angeles that were known to be high fashion snobby whatever right yeah i already have this mentality and i've always had this mentality when it comes to things nowadays is probably why talking to people now is quite easy is you sort of have to set the energy you want in the room yeah exactly you have to so, be kind of in control of the situation. Exactly, right? Yeah. If you walk into the, one of these stores, right? If you're automatically just off the bat, oh, what's up? Like you say what's up to the 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 yeah. worker before he says what's up to you, which I know damn well they're not going to say what's up to me. Yeah. It's almost like you you present yourself as like, I'm here, I'm about to buy something or not, or look around, but yeah, just know that I'm not. here. <laughs> like that's it, right? Yeah, yeah. I think creating that energy in the in the very beginning is super important and why it's been easier to go into these stores nowadays yeah because i don't give a fuck who they are i'm here to look around and like you know what i mean and i've watched i've watched world star videos where i know it's a rule that associates that are on the clock can't hit people that shop in your store or else you can sue that's one thing i learned (laughs) so that's one thing i think about too nice (laughs) that's a very good point i'll make sure to remember there's two sides of the coin on that one i think that's really important (laughs) Stupid. all right let's um let's jump into this next topic i thought it was really cool i was doing a little bit of research of just seeing because coachella just happened right let's do like a a quick recap coachella just happened last weekend still ongoing still happening this weekend so if it's friday and you're listening to this hopefully you're there i know i'm gonna be there not all weekend i'm gonna be there on one day so if you see me in coachella i'm gonna have the orange shorts and the journey t-shirt pull up say what's up don't pull up with the hands i don't want that smoke (laughs) i'm trying to enjoy the festival um but if you were there or if you did have friends that did go i mean we had friends that went we called certain trends out what'd you see do you see anything supreme side a bags. lot of supreme side the, okay the one that literally just released with the um with the uh it's the, with the spell out on yeah, the uh, yeah. strap and it's like 3m right yeah saw like <sighs> a million of those definitely called that one but i i'm I that, mean, that was a given though. that was a, That's a given. but fanny packs and side baggers weren't that big of a thing in the last year's coachella so it's not like a like a consistent festival accessory yeah more so now um also supreme releases side bags like damn near every week every <laughs> week so I'm, I'm sure someone's bound to have it um, but we definitely called that you know it was one thing that i noticed and i even have i even went through a couple articles that say the same thing is when you go to these festivals a lot of the the consistent trends is like this 
bohemian hippie looking wear right yeah i definitely saw a lot of that it's like my chance to look like dirt essentially right no offense to the people that dress like that but it looks crazy (laughs) sometimes yeah but the trend now was was actually a little bit more tailored a little bit more clean um Brand names, of course, right? You see a lot of brand names at Urban Outfitters nowadays. The Yo, Nautica, the Fila. You know what I've seen a lot figure, of? We, and you brought this up. A lot of like Fendi. Yeah. A lot of Fendi, like right? the F print. Yeah, they're it's doing, they're doing of amazing. They finally understand that all they have to do is fucking pay influencers to wear their shit. Yeah. And that's it. Get, Kyle, get Kylie to wear it. Done. That's, that's all you got to yeah. do. But I definitely saw it. Everybody was a little bit cleaner. Um, side bags. A lot of clout goggles, the the Kurt Cobain things. So I'm okay. I don't want to say I hate them, but I just they're not for me. I strongly dislike. I don't think my head for myself. Yeah, my head doesn't work with those. I'm mostly salty because I I feel like I can't pull those off. Anyways, (laughs) it's okay. There's something for everybody. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I think in regards to that, we saw a lot of trends that we called out. Um. It's about to be like 100 degrees this weekend when I go. Not excited about that. I'm gonna be. You're toasted about to be on one exactly i'm gonna be toasted i'm gonna have like three water bottles hennessy's gonna have you sweating <laughs> i'm not even gonna make it into the into the festival no. i'm calling it right now dehydration um, boys yeah. but yeah if anybody is going to coachella and you see me uh pull up and say what's up i doubt you will though okay uh <laughs> next not. let's get on to this next one i thought this was really cool it is a survey that uh this group does every uh, i'll name it Piper, P-I-P-E-R, Jeffrey, Je- oh, Jeff- Jeffrey, I don't know, it's 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 some weird ass spelling, trying to be all foreign and shit, um, it's the 35th semi-annual taking stock with teens, basically trying to find out what teens are into, usually it's about the age of 16 to 25, what is yeah, it? Yeah, they said the average age of the uh, people that they sample is like 16 like between 16 and 17 that's the average age oh, okay so cool. it ranges but that's the average all right yeah that, yeah that works um yeah so it's a semi-annual survey that they do um if you don't know what semi means it means twice twice a year so they do it tw- <laughs> they do it twice a year this was the most recent one to come out in spring and it basically covers what teens are into whether it's you know they have one that says top restaurants this is a good one for upper income teens. The number one restaurant is Chick Fil A. Not surprised. Wow, I guess we're uh, I guess we're upper income then. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Shout out, yeah, that works. And just um, kidding, I don't support their views. But they also do. <laughs> yeah, I don't support shops closing on Sundays either. Yeah. So, but they also have a section where they cover clothing, footwear, and beauty, and it's uh, divided up into top clothing brands, top handbag brands, um, the websites that they use, skincare brands, etc. Um, one of the things that they show is that when it comes to athletic brands, um, they're still winning. Obviously, Nike is at the the very top, but they're seeing that brands like Vans, Supreme, Champion, Tommy Hilfiger, all on the up and up, basically showing gains over the past two uh, past two years in popularity. And we had this conversation, or I brought the, we brought this point up recently of the dwindling of some of these these brands like Nike and Adidas, and us starting to see more vintage. Uh, athletic wear or yeah, not even or just, used for athletic wear right yeah i mean just vintage anything in general um i think this generation or you know millennials have a huge obsession with 
nostalgia and looking back at you know our childhood yeah um so obviously things like champion whatever what else reebok whatever like nautica Nautica, tommy yeah uh polo whatever like we're gonna kind of gravitate toward that because it actually holds some sort of value Mm -hmm. as opposed to like the newest nike tech you know apparel whatever you know like but why is that because we call the trend of cleaning up your act in our new year's episode but when we see people dress and we see people pick up things like champion tommy hill figure uh fila nautica etc it's more of a of like a free-for-all in terms of how they wear i haven't seen anybody wear like tommy or nautica in the way that we explain sort of cleaning up your style right yeah i mean of course like people are gonna wear it how they're gonna wear it but i think the general you know that general wanting want of you know, re- wanting to really relive. Fuck, I can't talk today. Wanting to relive your childhood. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Um, is kind of like the basis for all that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and it goes with it, right? Like if yeah. you're going to buy something that's considered vintage from the 90s, you're going to wear it how they wore it in the 90s. Yeah. Well, I mean, like my point is, why am I going to buy something and spend my money on something that literally has no value to me other than, you know, like some sort of like aesthetic value, some sort of, you know, performance quality, whatever. Or am I going to buy something that actually has some sort of meaning to me, whether that's like I wore that during my childhood Mm -hmm. or I saw people wearing this during my childhood, um, whatever, like I grew up with this, you know, like which one are you going to hold more dearly? Yeah. Which one are you more more willing to spend your money on is basically what I'm saying. And I'd say for those of you that buy Champion from Urban Outfitters, don't ever call that vintage. That shit is not vintage. Yeah, you don't know what we had to do for Champion. Oh man, we, oh, oh, I'm gonna tell a story. On the very last day that we ever went to, to go thrift, um, it was at a Goodwill warehouse, right? Don't blow up the spot. We don't go there anymore, so it's fine. That was back in the day. On the very last day, and this is the reason why it was the very last Actually, day. Actually, no, I, I went there after that, but I mean, like, the last day we went. Damn, you went without me? I went, like, every day without you, man. Damn, all right. About to cue some very sad music <laughs> right now. Can we edit this clip and, like, insert some, like, sad <laughs> violin it's music? Be fake tears coming down <laughs> my face. Um, but yeah, on the very last day, one of my very last days, we're thrifting, right? I get there, we get there maybe, like, an hour after they open, something yeah, like that. Yeah. Um, and if you've never been to these sort of like warehouse thrift type deals, it's really just like big boxes of of clothes that haven't been sorted and people are just rummaging through them, right? Like just yeah. pack wraps. Very competitive. Rah, 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 rah. Like, yeah. Yeah. Super competitive. People, these are people's livelihoods. Yeah. This in is these like boxes. money to them. This is like what they do for a living. How they and eat. if you're, yeah. If you're fucking with their money, they're going to like, yeah. It's, so it's, it's, it's taken very seriously. Yeah. For it's no like, joke. Five to six minutes at a time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so we're, we're there. We're picking through some stuff. We put our shit to the side. We put our stuff in these like little crates that they, they provide us or whatever. First 20 minutes, right? First 20 minutes. We find some cool stuff. I put it to the side. The general rule of thumb, if you ever go to these little extravaganzas, is to <laughs> yeah, that's hide and cover your shit, right? Yeah. You don't want people to see what it is that you picked 
and have the chance to take it in because you, you you don't know it's not purchased until you're done so it's really at anybody's disposal at this point yeah yeah which we tend to do but at the point we, we only had two pieces of clothing and we didn't think about they were fire by the way they were they were nice yeah, yeah. i go back to our stuff and it's gone right completely gone yeah and i'm like nate what'd you do with our stuff right Did you like, hide it somewhere else like, you're like no nope, i didn't do anything with them like okay <laughs> Somebody's about All to catch right. these hands, right? <laughs> Who wants the smoke? <laughs> Who wants it? So the first thing I do is like, I'm going to say something, right? Yeah. There's maybe about, would you say like 10 people? No, total? more than that. There's like at least 20 people. It was a busy day. I remember it because everybody just stopped. Like, yeah. It just okay. got the There's room like an elementary school quiet. classroom size yeah. amount of people at the, we call it the bins, right? Yeah. That's, that's what all the clothes are in. And I stop everybody and I say, Excuse me, everybody. I had to be very polite in the meeting. I say, excuse me, everybody. This is my bin or this is our bin and there are clothes missing from our bin. Does anybody know where they went? Cricket. Silence. Silence, right? Nobody's going to admit that they took our shit, right? Yeah. So I follow up with a very kind remark. Nothing, you know, passive aggressive. And I say, yeah, if you did... We will find you and we will catch you outside. <laughs> I probably said a lot more to that, but I don't know. I was just like in the moment. And this is this is all facts. Like this actually all facts. happened. This, this actually was, happened. Yeah, this is legit. I said this loud as shit. So yeah. everybody, you could hear the, like the um, the crane lifts in the background stop. You yeah. just hear everything go silent. Yeah. And I'm like, this is what's about to happen. If we see you with it, we're going to catch you outside. God, this was, was, was this before the catch me outside girl? Fire. I think it was. Yeah. It was probably before her. So she probably got that from me. Yeah. I said that and I just left it alone. Our shit was never seen again. Yeah. And, and then you know what's funny it. is my friend went to the flea market after that and then he said that he saw some dude selling our shit. Who we had already thought had stolen. Yeah. Yeah. He's a shady character. So we character. were right. Yeah, that guy was a shady character. So it was no okay hey to assume in that moment because yeah. he actually had our stuff yeah. and that's the that story of the last back. time me and nate went 13 at the goodwill bins which i think is a great one um one of my favorite ones i th- oh, no one of my other favorite ones actually is when you fought a bum that one that time we were i didn't actually fight him i was okay i was about to if you want to hear the story go back to episode yeah three or four i think we saw the video of that too yeah i'll put that up for you guys to see it'll be right here tight plane I'll edit that. <laughs> <laughs> what time is it? It is 7.01. We got five minutes. All right. Okay. Last thing. It. We called this a long time ago, but I wanted, to, I wanted to bring it up to you before I sent it to you. What do you think of the new Air Monarch? <sighs> we called that shit a long time ago. Yeah. Back when I feel like when we were still working at Nike. Yep. <laughs> we called that shit a long time ago. Um, it's cool. Definitely not going to wear it myself. It almost looks like a totally new shoe. Like yeah. Like a brand new shoe. Right? It looks so clean. Yeah. But I know what it is and I've had uncles wear it, so I can't wear it. Yeah. But it looks so clean. Like if they sold that a big five, like. Oh, in that colorway too? Yeah. I think Kanye actually put out a tweet with the shoe and it was just like crying, he, laughing emojis. He retweeted, or was that fake? He retweeted the photo and um, he said like, Easy, oh, easy seven hundred, like vibes, vibes. whatever. Yeah. Uh, well, it's whatever. a good shoe. Dad trends okay, still gonna live whatever. on. Yeah, whatever, Kanye. Hey, he, that I mean, shoe came out like 
whatever. Yeah, I guess like the the like the redesigning the aesthetic to it is yeah. just like, all right, y'all finally see what I'm trying to do with this dad shit because I'm a dad and this is what I do type thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Shout out to Kanye. Yeah. <laughs> whatever. We still love you, Kanye. Hey, we're we're um we're like fortune tellers on this show. I, I'd say what, what do we, I said um no chance Stradamus. That's <laughs> that, that that's us. Yo, that's a good one. <laughs> no chance Stradamus <laughs> effect. It happens every episode. We call shit all the time. Yeah. I think that's a great place to stop. I hope you guys enjoy this episode. I know this last 15 minutes got kind of loud. I can see like on, on I know, the right? like, I don't know I'm why. like screaming like I want my shirt back. Um but yeah, that's episode 35, <laughs> right? Yep, 35. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, Tuning in for yeah. every week. Yeah, see you guys right. next week. See ya. Peace. Yep, later. <laughs> <laughs>